Trying to be doing that bullshit. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> BS with Brian Simpson. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, are there any elephants in the room that we need to discuss? Uh, no. Any hot topics? Any any anything big on the on the on the in the zeitgeist that we had that we need to that we need to bring up? No. Eh, I don't think yeah, so. If you if you want an, an update from the from the monitor situation, they're still investigating. <laughs> they're, they're, the investigation is ongoing. I will y'all will be the first ones to know. When, uh, when I know it's like an internal affairs thing where they have to investigate themselves, right? right. Yeah, like Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blizzard investigate. Did you see that Blizzard? Uh, so <laughs> yeah. If you're not familiar, Blizzard is a you know gaming company. If you heard me complaining about Diablo, I mean they they made some great games in the past. I mean, may, you know, Overwatch was their last fun game that didn't feel quite gross. No, maybe StarCraft too. But but the point is. They their company was under a lot of scrutiny because there were just a shitload of sexual harassment complaints and um you know just all manner of debauchery and whatnot and um a lot of employees like a lot of the employees complained about it not only that but the bad working conditions and industry crunch and all of this shit and. Uh, and uh, amongst all that, Blizzard also uh, uh, they also released Diablo Immortal, which is which has been nicknamed Diablo Immoral for whatever reason. It's not coming out in China on time. I'm thinking, you know, the party is like you gotta. I think somebody made a reference to Winnie the Pooh or something, which I guess is in China is uh, it's like it's it's in it's disrespecting the the leader, the party leader. You know, because they make they were making fun of him by saying he looks like Winnie the Pooh. So if you mention Winnie the Pooh on any Chinese on 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 China's internet, they coming for your motherfucking neck and your pocketbooks. Um, Wait, they don't they don't let you talk about Winnie the Pooh at all in China? No, no. If you if you reference Winnie the Pooh, they coming for you. Wow, that's it, why the catchphrase. That's why the that's why the episode starts with China be on some bullshit because they do. They like the, the cra- like when you hear. I mean, we all of all of us are really, but it's just interesting when you hear the kind of shit that is upsetting over there. It's like, hold on, what you say? You say Winnie the Pooh? Okay, your whole family up out of here. That's hilarious. Apparently, it's because uh, they compare uh, Xi Jinping to Winnie the Pooh because of a picture that he took with that was taken of him with Obama. Where Obama looks like Tigger. It's this is wild. Oh wow! It goes, so this goes all the way back to 2015. Okay, yeah. He's and been so, pissed off about this. You know what it is, dog. You can't mention Pooh. You can't mention Winnie. You got to play it off. Um, but also, I think also the they they some countries are requiring anti uh, addiction measures in these mm-hmm. gambling games or whatever. <clears throat> But then on top of that, uh, amidst all the controversy, uh, Blizzard uh, did an internal investigation and concluded that they did nothing wrong. Surprise. You ever notice how those internal investigations always turn up like that? Case closed. Yeah. Case closed. They, the, the, the Washington football team did the same thing. They, they, they investigated themselves and concluded that there was nothing, nothing to see here. Police tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, we did it intern. What the fuck is an internal investigation? <laughs> That's 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 such a ridiculous thing that we let we let companies get away with. We, it's convenient how that shit works out. Yeah, listen, we looked into our wrongdoing, and it turns out we were doing the right thing. Yeah, um, and then they re-elected their uh, their CEO, uh, or yeah. So you know that's that's if you had any hope that humanity is even slightly on the no. No, down to the core. Even down to the our pastimes are corrupted. You know, video games are corrupted. You know, so it's it's, it's a wrap for all that all that serious shit. Um, all all your faves are problematic. Yeah, I did hear of a of a gas station owner, and I forget which city he's in. I want to say somewhere in Arizona. Um, who was who was charging like thirty cent less than everybody else for gas. And he was giving it away at cost. Wow. Somebody gonna kill that motherfucker. Uh 
He said it's be interesting. To, uh, I'm not sure which. Uh, see, uh, Arizona gas station owner selling at a loss. Yeah, he was seek. Oh, okay, cool. He he's saying it was something to do with his seek values. Well, what's interesting is like the actual gas stations themselves. They don't. Their margins are pretty thin on gas. Once you take out the 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 cost of the the gasoline that they get from the distributor, and then advertising and uh, the taxes that get taken out and everything, the margins are pretty thin. That's why there was such a huge push towards you know selling selling products in the convenience stores and stuff like that. That's where their margins are. Well. The Joe, ga- the cheap gas gets you in the door. Joe right? Biden was talking about um, uh, ha- having a having Congress vote to suspend the federal gas tax. Mm-hmm. See, this is why we can't have old people running shit. It's like it's it's almost like this motherfucker ain't. It's like he it's been so long since he lived in the real world that he thinks that's a solution. When was the last time Joe Biden bought a gallon? Of right. Gas? When's, the last time you, <laughs> when's the last time you pumped some gas, Joe Biden? Come on, man. You know goddamn well that if you suspend the federal gas tax, all that's gonna happen is the prices are gonna stay the same and that money gonna get pocketed. Yeah. That's not relieving nothing. You fucking God. Oh. And I guess nobody nobody thought about like now there's this full court press to go electric and get off of foreign fossil fuels and all those things. So the, I believe Obama was trying to do that like a long time ago. Sure, I think he foresaw that Obama we, was trying to do a lot of things. We was going to end up in, in a situation like this. You know, I don't know, man, because I go back and forth between like I told you, I, I'm 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 trying not to be um, cynical, you know. But, you know, either Obama was trying to do a lot of shit that Republicans were stopping him from doing, or they're all in the same circle jerk, eyes wide shit shit. And they, and they, they uh, you know, there's always a scapegoat on the other side, mm-hmm. you know, so they can, so they don't have to keep their promises. I don't know. Maybe it's, a, it's probably a bit of both. It's probably like, you know, I'm a... You know, I'm going to do these. I'm going to actually do these things, but I'm going to promise these things so that you'll elect me so I can do these things. And then I'm going to act like I can't do these things. You know, maybe 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 they all do that. It's it's sort of like, you know, if you look at like municipal politics, there are straight up scam artist grifter politicians who are just taking money out of kitty. Right. That's one form of corruption. But then there's a softer form of corruption, which is they make the deals with the people they got to make the deals with to stay in power. And then they they deregulate some like the energy sector so that after they get out of office, they can get five hundred thousand dollars to come and talk to them for 20 minutes at a luncheon or whatever. You know, that's like a softer form of corruption that I think oh, yeah. ends up touching pretty much every elected official, you know. Right, right, right. It's and you like- can make the distinction between the hard and the soft version of it. But in reality, how much distinction, how much difference does that really make? Yeah, because they all because I feel like like you can't get like maybe you can be you can be a representative mm-hmm. and be clean, but you mm-hmm. can't be you can't they won't let you be a senator senator mm-hmm. and up. You <laughs> they like yo you gotta fuck this goat on tape in HD in this back room and then and before we swear you in so we all got the same dirt. That's what all that skull and bone shit was about. Oh yeah, it's true. They all uh, you know. And I think it used to be more prevalent because you you, you know you, you see you used to see way way less. You used to only see public fighting with amongst politicians during election time. Mm-hmm. You know now it's pretty much twenty four seven election cycle. So that it's twenty four seven. Does have I, have I told you my theory about how CNN destroyed? How they're the they're because they started cable news. Sure. Yeah. And cable news was was the first time news was 24-7. And there ain't that much news. <laughs> you know, so right. they, they had to start, you know, just putting every little fucking thing in the news and making much to do about every little thing. And because, and with the end, with the, with the onset of, uh, of 24-hour news, it, it made politics 24-7. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because now it's like, well, I'm not going to let my opponent go on and get airtime. So, so it's it's just tur- it tur- it turned into this thing where it's like there's no breaks from it now. Right now, it's it's always election season. It's always election time. Twenty four. That's why I had to stop, man. Like I'm 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 such a bad liberal now because <laughs> I don't. I just don't. I I pay attention to the big things, but I don't have time for the everyday. You know, I vaguely know who certain people are and shit like that. Like I, I did a podcast. I did. I was a guest on um, Love It or Leave It. Mm-hmm. A, a few months which is a political podcast mm-hmm. and um, I did not know that when I said I would do it but, but you know it was, it was fine it was a lot of fun but it was like they were showing me pictures of people and it was like I barely know who these fucking people are you know Marjorie Taylor Greene I only know right. who she was because she says su- such stupid shit that like it goes viral you know what I mean well that's that's like one of the sick perverse incentives that we have now is that the if you're on the left, you only hear about the stuff from the right if it's the wildest, most conspiracy mongering, right. and vice versa. proto-fascist, reactionary shit, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, and so it's like and that's really that's really our problem too. Is like you, we don't pay enough attention to the other side, and we only hear from their crazy people. Because because you know, th- it, it, think about think about the craziest lefty that that you you know what I'm saying you you encounter them and you just stay away from, them, but you don't tell them to shut the fuck up. You don't disagree mm-hmm. with them because you mostly agree with them. I would also say I don't really interact with them. That I mean, I'm pretty radical. I would I, most people would consider me radical, but uh, uh, I don't really interact even with like radical friends who are crazy, except online. Yeah, but like, radical, it's like see, radical to me is like is like people planning to blow up Hummer dealerships and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean we probably should do that. I just I just, <laughs> just I just don't have I don't have the balls to do it. Yeah, it's like, and what would that even change? First of all, that would hurt the environment. You know, the explosion. Well, I think that, well, you know, I mean, if we if we smashinated uh, certain people on certain boards, and just every time they put somebody new in there, it's like that person also oh, got yeah. got. Yeah, like, that like, would probably change some if, things. If we had a serial killer that only fucked with rich people, if we had a Ted Kaczynski who didn't have a snitch for a brother-in-law or a brother or whatever he was, what? Who's oh the Unabomber? The Unabomber. Wait a minute, he his brother stitched on him. I think it was his brother. It was either his brother or his brother-in-law. Did his brother know from the jump, or did his brother just discover? Uh, his brother sort of knew. Here, I'm, I'll look it up. But it's like it's like his his brother was the one that tipped off, I believe, the FBI, and said like, "Hey, I think this might be this this might be my brother." His, uh, who? Where was he sending bombs to? He was sending bombs to uh, people that were like on the boards of because he was an eco terrorist. Like people forget that he was an eco terrorist. Uh, no, I did not know that. Yeah, and he he believed. I mean, honestly, like this is this is dangerous well, to wait, say in but, public. But, but, but wait a minute, eco terrorist sounds like somebody that is trying to hurt the environment. But you're saying no, he's, no, no. He was, he was an environmental activist using yeah. terrorism. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Um, Let's see, who did Ted Kaczynski uh, target? And he sent one bomb embedded in a copy of Sloan Wilson's novel to Ice Brother, uh, novel Ice Brothers. The FBI theorized uh, that Kaczynski's crimes involved the theme of nature, trees, and wood. Uh, he often included bits of a tree branch and bark in his bombs. What's interesting is, like, Ted Kaczynski wrote this manifesto, and and his manifesto was pretty prescient about certain things about how like technology was going to change our relationship to the environment and to work and to one another and uh he just took it to its logical conclusion i guess and started see, sending bombs see, to see, people that's what's crazy about that's what's so, that's what's so funny about about humanity right is you could be the most horrible person in the world and have done the most asinine shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people gonna still read your manifesto Somebody gonna read it if it's because co- you remember Dorner we were talking about him last week or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that went around trying to kill cops. Chris, Chris Dorner, yeah, and his manifesto is pretty much unhinged right from the jump. Like, is at the point where it's like because every every time I try to read a manifesto, it starts out with me going, "Well, it's not, yeah, okay." Like, it, it, it's eventually, eventually they say something so nuts that I'm like, I'm not reading the rest of this. So a lot of the. Um a lot of the initial people that he sent bombs to were professors. So professors at various uh, universities. But how many of them went off? 
Um, a few of them. So uh, let's see. So the first, so let me guess. The first one didn't go off, and that was the, uh, and the second one went to the professor that taught him how to make bombs. Uh, let's see. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hoist by your own petard. Yeah, treat you teach crazy people how to make bombs. Uh, he sent it to he did he did send it to one of his supervisors one of his first one uh, Kaczynski's second bomb was sent nearly one later at the first one again Northwestern University the bomb concealed inside a cigar box and left on a table caused minor injuries to graduate student John Harris when he opened it um, there was another one that went off that uh, blew up uh, the uh, that blew up in the face of Percy Wood who was the president of United Airlines Hmm. But so, but yeah. So, so he he sent he sent uh, he sent bomb. He was an he's basically like a neo luddite, right? He was anti technology, and his anti technology perspective came from sort of this like it was both a social perspective because he's kind of a fascist uh, and thought that like humanity was getting away from its roots or whatever. But it was also like a pro environmental thing. So. Some people consider him an eco-terrorist, but he was sending bombs in the mail to uh, both researchers who were working in technology, because he thought the technology that they were developing was dangerous, but also to people that were like CEOs and board members of large companies, large technology and transportation and energy companies. And he lived out in the woods. And he lived out in the woods. See, to me, this is why I don't get why did these people slip by the FBI. It's like, oh, if people that live out in the woods... That's a, that's at least worth looking into. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And he was like a separatist. Yeah, fine, fine. But that, you know, every time somebody want to be like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm away, I want to be away from roads and electricity, and, and they, you know, and they ain't start out that way. You know, like leave the Amish alone. You know what I mean? But right, right. But right. if you just decide you don't want pussy and food, and you are gonna just go out and just be away from it, because because I I believe that the town he was near nobody even knew that he lived out there right yeah he was just he was just out in the middle of nowhere uh the so i'm reading here that the um the washington post published uh industrial society and its future which was basically his manifesto and kaczynski's brother david kaczynski uh recognized the writing style and reported it to the FBI. Wow. And so that's that's kind of how the FBI eventually figured out that it was Ted Kaczynski and they, you know, hunted We don't even him. live in that kind of world no more. We're somebody, I recognize the writing style. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap. <laughs> nah, no, because no, it'd just be tw- it'd just be Twitter ramblings. Right. It would just be and catchphrases and, yeah. Um, so what is this shit you sent me about... Um, Oh yeah, Corey Doctorow says uh, the sex industry pioneered. This is on Twitter from Corey Doctorow. I don't who is that? Why does that name sound familiar to me? He's he's pretty well known. He's an author, journalist, activist. Okay, he says the sex industry has pioneered every new communication tool since the printing press. In my own lifetime, I've watched it take the lead in VCRs, desktop publishing, BBSs, digital text, digital images, digital videos, live streaming services, cryptocurrency, and it would be easy to conclude that being interested in sex is somehow correlated with being fascinated by technology, but that's wrong. While there are lots of sex workers and sex industry participants who have an intimate fascination with technology, there's no reason to think that being in a sex is a pre predictor of being into tech and yet sex workers are the vanguard of every technological revolution well think about the other groups that make up that vanguard uh political radicals kids drug users and terrorists there's some overlap amongst the members of these groups there's a lot of kids terrorists out there but their most salient shared trait isn't personnel it's exclusion Kids, drug users, political radicals, sex workers, and terrorists are all unwelcome in mainstream society. They struggle to use its money, etc. What is the point he's trying to make? This this, this is fifty tweets. Um, well, oh, well, well, look, I I don't know what his overall point was, but I think it's. I guess I guess he's he's mostly right. Sex workers are the vanguard, but I but like I was telling you earlier, I think that's just because pussy sells everything. It's every time something is invented, people are gonna try to find 
put porn on. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, and and, and it's true. The every like, <clears throat> well, but the, streaming let's... was porn was the first streaming thing. Yeah, it was the first thing I've seen in the in the VR shit. Uh-huh. People, yeah. yeah, like everyone, I, or maybe it's that early technological adopters are all perverts. Maybe. Well, 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 what what he's saying is that he's saying it's not that early technological adopters are all perverts. He's saying that uh, that perverts are part of a constellation of groups that outsiders that are outsiders, and that and that sex workers are outsiders because society doesn't recognize sex work as legitimate, and it tries to hide it. Uh, even though, even though it's literally everybody, like I said, pussy is everywhere. Yeah. Everything. It's the only industry that's still booming, no matter what the economy's doing. People are paying for pussy. Well, look, the other thing that he mentions is drugs, right? So you know, lots of people do fucking drugs, right? We pretend yeah. as if people, like, as if being a drug user is some sort of aberration, but the reality is that is that drug users are also early adopters. Of technology because they need some way to avoid the opprobrium of the rest of society. See, I, I, I got to push back on that a bit because I don't know. I, I mean, drug drug dealers yeah. may, may early adopt technology, but I don't know very many crackheads that's got like a, that's got the latest iPhone and shit like that. You know. Well, I think it's it's more. Yeah, I mean, if you want to call it drug dealers, like, sure. It, it, but I'm talking it's not about a dope like fiend with a Twitch channel out here. Yeah, but think. I mean, the first time I ever used cryptocurrency was uh, to buy drugs. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, let's oh. say hypothetically, right, right. Let's say hypothetically, the the earliest uses that someone like me might use cryptocurrency for, yeah, but again, or Web three point That's the drug dealers compensate. I mean, drug. Well, you- I wasn't dealing drugs hypothetically. Right, but but I mean. But I mean the the fact that it, that, it, it, that it was that it was available to buy for crypto, sure. That starts with somebody willing to sell it for crypto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know? but but then but then I also had to hypothetically like read up on Web three and dark web shit and stuff like that to know how to transact. Uh, yeah, in that, true. It, so it basically it creates uh, there's an incentive for sort of a gray or black market uh, in uh, that are uh, there's an incentive to develop technological innovations and adopt technological innovations that allow a gray market or a black market to exist parallel to the right, socially right, right. acceptable markets, right? Okay, and that yeah. and that and that goes for that goes for like like he's talking about political dissidents, political radicals, kids. Drug the drug mar- the drug trade drug market um, and uh, yeah. and so sex pe- work so see he's so he's saying people that are people that are on the on the outsides of society yeah. um, are um, are more incentivized to a, to they're the way for new technology to creep into society right right because because everyone because all the people that aren't in those groups still do all those things yeah. You know what I mean? Or everyone that's not obviously in one of those groups still does all those things. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you you know, like I said, yeah, yeah, because that, that's true. I mean, every new technology has has come about from one of those things. Like, I remember, um, I, I remember when, so it, it was around 2000, I want to say 2003 or four. It was like right when broadband started being available like everywhere or like or right when it started to like roll out where like, mm-hmm. you know, dial up was disappearing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I remember we got broadband in the barracks. And and, I, <laughs> and I'll never forget because it's like you said, the, the incentive to do the, the, the means to do something illegal and actually, this wasn't. It wasn't really illegal at the time. It was a gray area, which is funny because it, it, this is about the gray album. So, so there was a time where um, where D- Danger Mouse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, who just dropped a new track with Black Thought, is awesome. But Danger Mouse uh, producer, he made he took. Uh, so Jay Z's the Black Album was at the time everyone thought was his last album. Sure. And he uh, he released like an acapella version of it. 
right? Mm-hmm. So then Danger Mouse took the Beatles' White Album and made beats using only samples from the Beatles' White Album and then put Jay-Z's Black Album vocals on top of it. Mm-hmm. Called it the Grey Album. It mm-hmm. was awesome. It's still one of the best yep. things I've seen happen. And, you know, he gave a copy or two away. It kind of spread on little message boards on the internet. And, you know, that was pretty much it. He didn't make no money off of it or nothing like that. But, he, you know, he probably, there were probably, you know, a hundred or two copies out there, right? Mm-hmm. And then he got a cease and desist from, you know, Sony or whoever owned what, right? And um, I think Sony owned the Beatles shit, maybe. I don't know who it was, but he got a cease and desist from one of the big, big, big dogs. And, um, and he had to take it down or do something like that. And it, and it completely fucking pissed off the internet. This is another, this is another, this is, this is another thing. It's like, you can't stop technology. You can't stop the once it, and, and so what, you know, so what happened is they, on, online in the forums, they organized what they call Grey Tuesday. Okay. And so it was this whole campaign that was probably like two, three months long, just teaching as many people as possible what BitTorrent was and how to use it. And we were all going to download the album on Grey Tuesday, like this online protest. It it, it worked, but but it also opened the floodgates because 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 this is how I learned about it. I was like I was like, oh yeah, they fucking with Danger Mouse. What what is BitTorrent? Hmm. Oh shit! You can get all kind of shit on here. That's what I thought about. Hey yo, did you know about this? And and that's what it was. It, EMI apparently was the they they gave the cease and desist. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so it's like I remember that like that that was a cultural moment. Because that is that that is the moment that started this crazy everybody downloading shit for free. You know what I mean? And and the industry wasted billions of dollars to try to stop it, and now oh, yeah. they give it away. You yeah. Know? Well, so that that's the other thing that the Cory Doctorow uh, uh, the the Twitter thread is really. A version of his blog post because he has a blog blog called pluralistic.net mm. which is awesome like I highly recommend people read it but one of the things that he he the reason why he's talking about this is because there is always this bait and switch that these large tech companies these large tech platforms use which is um, their their technology is adopted promoted stress tested improved innovated upon by people like sex workers like drug dealers, like criminals, mm-hmm. like political radicals. And then as soon as it gets to a stage where it now becomes, it goes from being this niche technology or this niche platform to being widely used, then they start kicking all the people that helped build it off. off oh, right. right. And so the thing that he's talking about in this blog post is this woman who is a former sex worker but uh, is – is a big proponent of like sex positivity movement and helping uh, achieve equal rights for sex workers and stuff like that. She uh, uh, she was part of this movement that had a series of lectures about sex work and the legal ramifications of sex work and stuff like that. Uh, and it was on YouTube, and YouTube kicked it off because it got caught in all of their anti-sex filters and stuff like that. Oh, right? right, right. So it, it, it's the same thing that it's kind of thing that it's kind of the same thing that almost happened with OnlyFans. OnlyFans was only popular because of all the sex stuff. And then remember, like earlier this year, when they were talking about no longer having sex stuff on it, <laughs> right? And everybody was like, "Yeah, well, then we're not going to use OnlyFans." Like, right, okay, like, never mind. Like, what do you think? What do you? What did they think was going to happen? Like, <laughs> yeah, I love how because because it's really that's the only reason people were there. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's where the vast majority of their income was coming from. And it was like, can't you look at the books and see that? Like, well, now we're going to be more of a legitimate means. You know, we're going to have it so that, you know, celebrities. It's like, that's you can go see a celebrity anywhere. <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, there, there's a handful of simps that's willing to give money to watch a celebrity, like, talk somewhere else mm-hmm. or whatever. But. You know, I the only reason I've ever logged on the OnlyFans was to see some titties, and, and and then I was like, oh, I can see better titties than these, right? On porn, so so like, if it ain't porn here, why are we here? 
What are we talking about? Right. Yeah, because like you can you because whatever money you get in OnlyFans, you can get a Pornhub premium. You know what I mean? You can get a whatever website you like premium account, or you can go to the gym. I don't know. <laughs> Anything but being on. I don't. I never got it. I never got it. I never got the appeal of OnlyFans. You know, it's, it's like because well, I do get it because because yeah. if you if you have an obsession with a specific person mm-hmm. and you would like to see them naked, that's. I guess that's the appeal of OnlyFans. But the truth is, it's like there's not much to that. Like once you see somebody naked, the, you know, I don't, I don't know. I it's mean, the, it's, I think it's the tan line phenomenon, mm, right? What does that mean? Like, there's something sexy about tan lines because you're seeing like the, you're seeing skin that in your brain you're like, oh, that's supposed to be covered. Oh, up. that's supposed to be. Co- oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. So there's an exclusivity to it, even because sometimes you see like tan line shit, and it's just like they're not, they're still wearing a bikini, even right. But you can see the tan lines or something sexy about it because you feel like you're seeing something that you're not. Well, there, there normally is normally allowed to see, and I think OnlyFans fits that niche. There's some, there's definitely something sexual about it. At least there can be. Um, yeah. So, is his point? I mean, but what does he say? The solution is though. We, he's saying that he's saying that um, we need more platforms so that you can't have these like blue nosed prudes that are in control of like YouTube, let's say, and if they decide that your lecture series about sex work is not fit for public consumption, that that effectively er- erases it from the public discourse. Yeah, like this is the same. This uh, maybe I I do love to toot my own horn, uh, but it's the same argument I was making about kicking Trump off Twitter, right? Where it's like it, it felt good at the time because you you know because I think sometimes uh, liberals and conservatives are like they're so obsessed with owning the libs or shitting on on Republicans or whatever mm-hmm. that. They they get short sighted and it's like it felt good to kick Trump off Twitter, but it's like, but now you've given Twitter, you've legitimized the practice of them deciding who gets to speak publicly. You know what well, I mean? But here's the counter to that. The counter to that is they already had that power. Well, so well, right, but but you but you're co-signing that 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 action as 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 correct. You know what I mean? Whereas, because 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 when that was happening, people went. It's a the, the justification they had that they used was, it's a private platform. They can do whatever they want, right? And it's like, yeah, but that's disingenuous, right? Because like so YouTube's a, a private platform. They can do what they want, mm-hmm. but is what they're doing correct? Is it right? It's like no, because they they're effectively silencing these people. It's, it's you know what I'm saying. It, it, yeah. You you can't argue against one and be for the other, because then so it's like I agree with this. But I, but I think you have you you have to keep that same energy when it's the other side because that's the only fair thing is that e- either everything is sacred or nothing is sacred like either we can all say what we want where we want or or we 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 live in this world where well some things are okay and some things aren't but then and who so then who gets to pick who gets to decide when that well, whoever whoever's this whoever happens to be the CEO of this or that at the time. It's like I don't want that. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather say I'd rather get the public backlash or whatever from saying whatever I want than have somebody deciding what, what's what's appropriate. The problem is that when you're talking about a platform, because I, I agree with you, I, I I think that oh, it's a private company, they can do what they want is a terrible fucking uh, terrible argument because because then you're functionally saying that. If a private company achieves a monopoly, then they should just be able to control an entire sector of American yeah. life. And that's fucking insane. I, now, listen, I think you should be able to – you should still have to face consequences for the things you say. Sure. If if they, if they if those things lead to something consequential. But you should be able to say whatever you want to say. The tricky part is – the tricky part is that when you have like social media, for instance, they tend towards monopoly because there's network effects. Right. When you join YouTube and you're watching on YouTube or you make content for YouTube like we're doing right now, you are actually enhancing the value proposition of YouTube. Right. Mm. And you can't just 
bring your audience from one platform to another. You can do it a little bit because you can advertise your, you know, you can advertise your Instagram on Twitter or vice versa or whatever, but you can't just, like, Twitter and Instagram each have a vested interest in making sure that uh, your incentives are aligned with theirs so that you only build your audience on that one, one on that one platform and they have control over your access to your own audience, right? So the, the issue for me is is not necessarily whether YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or Twitter make the wrong decision because they can there's got to be some sort of limit right on like what you can say like we have that even in just free speech legislation like in in, in constitutional law like there are limits on what you can say um, they're pretty minimal in the United States well you can't say things that directly lead to harm right like immediate harm i don't mean this fucking you know six steps removed harm that people try to do nowadays when it's something they don't like to hear the the issue though is that you still have i mean i you can tell me what your thoughts are on this but there is like still the nazi problem of you know if you the nazi problem yeah the nazi problem it's a it's it's a karl popper okay. thing right it's what, like the, it's the it's the tolerance of intolerance type thing right so it's it's if you have if you have a public square let's say right mm. and in the public square anybody can get up on the soapbox and they can say whatever they want right mm. and you don't kick anybody out for any content based things that they're saying you might kick them out for directly threatening somebody i'm going to kick your fucking ass or something like that okay. but they can but they can go up and they can spout off bullshit about about wanting like uh about you know anti-semitic conspiracy theories or genocidal thoughts or whatever right um what's going to happen is is number one you're creating a situation where nobody who that is threatening to is going to want to be in that public square so they leave right and then the people that want to hear that shit are going to be more fucking nazis so the percentage of people in that public square who are Nazis is going to go up until eventually the entire thing is just taken over by Nazis and nobody else wants to be there. And so the 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 line that an organization or a company like Twitter has to run has to has to tow, right? Is is they have to worry about if we allow people to just spout Nazi bullshit on our platform, how long until all the people who don't want to fucking hear Nazi bullshit leave the platform and we just become the Nazi platform? I mean, okay. Well, there's there, to me. Well, there's a couple things, a couple problems with that with that argument. To me, it's it's the because the 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 other side of that is if you say because it, to me it's it's all about who 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 are you giving power to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because if if anyone because you know if if everyone on the platform has equal say and equal time on the soapbox, sure, or equal access to the soapbox, you know, then it's on you to counter the Nazi, right? Because because the alternative is that anytime anyone is uncomfortable and doesn't want to be there, that we we uh, we acquiesce. We 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 give the, we you know, we we make it safer and more sanitized until nothing even remotely controversial is being said. Well, but isn't there something in between those? Isn't there isn't there a way to draw yeah, lines? The only way the only thing that works is if everyone can say whatever they want. As the as as long as like I said, as long as everyone has equal access to the soapbox, that's the only thing that works. It's like people just have to get offended. People have to just get their feelings hurt or or get their sensibilities offended because the only all the all, the only other alternative is you know, who gets to say who's a Nazi? Who gets to say what who gets to say when the line has been crossed? Because uh, there are obvious Nazis, right? Sure. And then there's that. There's the more subtle, sinister shit. And but there's a line. There's a line when you cross into Nazi. But who gets to say what that line is? You have to give that power to somebody. And it, and so the question is, you know, who, how do we decide who can handle that power? How do we decide that they're going to use it responsibly? We can't, and they won't. Right. So the the only alternative is to l- allow the danger, the dangerous situation or the or the, the, the possibility of the dangerous situation so that good people or so, well, good, good. That that sounds so fucking childish. No, but so, so that 
look, I think all all ideas have to have equal chance to to get into people's minds because because there's no other way that works that's fair. There's no other way that works that can't be abused. Well, I think you're conflating two different things here. Okay. I think I think I think one is you can't avoid drawing the line. You have to draw the line somewhere, right? So like even even if you just draw the line at like you can't verbally like call for an individual to be assassinated, okay. right? Or you can't you can't threaten someone directly. Obviously that's a that's a line. That's a very easy bar to 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 meet, right? Okay. Uh, but it, that obviously allows for a lot of pretty vile fucking shit that people could profess without uh, running afoul of that rule, right? Mm-hmm. So they can meet that bar, but they're still spouting a bunch of vile bullshit, right? And as a society, like, can do we have the right to say no? These these concepts are off the table genocidal concepts are off the table fascist concepts are off the table the idea of a racial hierarchy is off the table right can we can we can we draw those lines or are we not allowed to draw those lines because right now those lines are being drawn by a private company that only is, that is only uh uh amenable or respondent to financial incentives the on, the only reason the only reason why Twitter would ever kick somebody off their platform is because they're afraid that that person is going to create, a, I hesitate to use this word, but like, I can't think of a better one, like a toxic, a toxic environment that large amounts of people will want to leave. But see, see, but this is, but that, what you just said kind of proves my point, right? Is what were the three? What were the three things you said? Genocidal concepts, genocidal racial, racial hierarchy. Racial hierarchy. What was the last one? Uh, I don't remember what. I, I okay. mean, but I mean, I, I'm just I'm talking so, about. So, but so that that brings me to my point. Like, like, okay, have you noticed that nowadays the thing that racists like to do is say that calling them a race racist is racist? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, is it, so, so it would be easy for me to come on here and go, well, no one should be allowed to be racist up there. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that, that sounds good to everyone's sensibilities. But then it's like, okay, so then what happens when that guy feels like I'm being racist? For even though it's ridiculous, like like I'm I'm calling him out for being racist. And he's well, saying I'm being racist. To, you have to define in that instance what you mean when you say racism. So so I, I think that who yeah, gets to make that definition? Well, but that's the thing. Right now, Twitter gets to make that definition, and that's what I'm saying is fucked up. I'm saying that we need some way for us as a society to make that definition. So like so so well, we right, already have that. What do you mean? We have we already have a means to decide w- w- when people have crossed the line. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a it's a social thing. It's like we have violence, we have social pe- people being shunned. That sort of thing. I don't I think I think letting the government get involved is a dangerous game. Well, I I'm not I'm not saying that Therefore, the government needs to get involved. That that is a that's a leap. I'm talking about there can be, uh, there could be alternative means of enforcing sort of a social pact, right? So one thing that you're talking about is like in real life, if somebody just starts like if just somebody comes into the bar and starts like spouting off bullshit, we all fucking shun them. And then if they really like get wild about it, then they get kicked out. Right, right. Or they might That's, catch. They might catch hands. They might catch hands. Where, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. So, so what I'm saying is that we have, if you want to call it a technology, we have a technology. We have a, we have a, we have a decision tree that factors into that. That makes it so that, like, when I go out to a fucking bar, I have a. It's a very low chance that somebody's going to be standing there with a fucking swastika jacket on and like spouting a bunch of white supremacist bullshit, right? Because they'll get their ass kicked or they'll get kicked out of the bar or they'll just be fucking ignored or made fun of by everybody else in the bar. The problem is we don't have... we have The technology of social media is new. We don't have those same social 
consequences. Well, the well, the problem, well, the, one of the big problems with social media is that is that is the is the anonymity. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, people are. We don't. We don't. You know, because the, the original argument for the anonymity online was did it protect marginalized groups? But it, but it's mostly just abused by people. You know, mm-hmm. I know because this is something. This blows my mind, and I guess this just makes me show my age. But it wasn't that long ago that, um, you know, I just found out that it is, it is wildly uh, common amongst the the younger kids to have multiple accounts. Yeah. You know, like, because I thought it was just something crazy people did, <laughs> and then, and then I hear I hear the young kids casually going, "Yeah, so I put that on main, I put that on my." I was like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, Instagram uh, or Instagram? Yeah, yeah I, have a, I have a main account in the back of. In a, I was like, "Oh, okay." See, and 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 so some people are just they just provocateurs. They'll start some shit and then they'll they'll argue with they'll reply with their other account to themselves and make it look like an argument, and then it's, it's like that's that's. The problem to me with social media is like you don't know who you you don't no one because it's this talk about accountability, but n- nobody wants to be attached to the words that they're saying. You know, oh, well, some people are, mm-hmm. but but it's it's so easy to not be. It's so easy to just be able to say whatever you want and ha- and not have those words attached to you at all. But no one wants to do. No one wants to address that. You know, they want. It's like it the under the guise of protecting people. It you know. You know, and I don't know. I don't know what the solution is because, you know, I remember the wild, wild west of the internet, man. Mm-hmm. And they, there wasn't none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? You, we, you, you, because this is the other argument against Twitter, uh, against people saying that like things being awful things being said on Twitter leader. Because if that was the case, it was like it's like 4chan would have ended the world. <laughs> well, some people you, can argue that they kind of. I mean. As like a lot of 4chan bullshit has seeped out into mainstream discourse and has had effects on real world politics, and you know, yeah. But 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 even 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 separate that out. Even separate that. Like let let's let's pretend as if there really is no, uh, you know, people don't commit real world crimes or acts of violence because of what they read on Twitter or whatever. Let's just assume that for a second, mm. right? Then the question becomes, okay, within the like bubble or the community of Twitter, what should be acceptable discourse? Everything. Everything. You think everything? Everything. So everything that is not everything that is not di- direct violence. So that's a line that you're drawing. So then my question is, yeah, because that's that's uh, that's already elite, you know. Because to me, it's like what you're saying on Twitter is no different than what you saying what you saying in real life. It's like if you, if I walk up and go, I'm going to fucking kill you on the street. That's against the law already. Okay, let, let's let's let me use a different example. So let's say in if you're playing Call of Duty, right, mm-hmm. and if you're allowed to say fucking anything, then. Have you ever been in a Call of Duty? Oh yeah, yeah, right. Well, especially the OG ones, right? OG lobby. So, so what ends up proliferating in those spaces? Misogynistic bullshit, racist bullshit, Nazi shit. Like, and so, so I mean, I stopped it, it, playing. It, it can. Yeah, uh, but I mean, well, I mean, I think it almost always does. The only the only times where it doesn't happen is when they say, "Hey, you can't say the n word in the lobby or during a match. You can't." You can't, you can't say X, Y, and Z in this lobby, or else you get perma banned, right? And all your shit gets taken away. So, so the 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 question with something like Twitter is like, if this is a modern day public square, right? Where, like, ultimately, what is the goal of Twitter? You can mute people on Call of Duty and Twitter. Yeah, you can just not. You can just not look at the stuff. But I think what you're not I think what you're not taking on board is that Twitter itself or a Call of Duty lobby or whatever, any place where lots of people, especially strangers, can anonymously or semi anonymously get together and say whatever the fuck they want, that environment becomes really unfun and really uninformative real fucking fast. Right. But here's what you're so, missing. But, but so, but so, so, so the, the argument could be like that doesn't matter 
Like, that's fine. It doesn't have to be informed. It doesn't have to be fun for everybody. That's totally fine. That can be your argument. But then you have to make that, that – that has to be the side that you're coming down on, right? No, 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 no. Because cause here, cause here's where the analogy don't line up. Okay. Because Call of Duty in other games like it, they actually ban the word nigga. Like, they, Twitter – you can say nigga on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They not – Twitter ain't policing that. Right. This is being – because this – this okay. This is where this is what makes me suspicious about about this idea, is is the the extreme examples are being used to justify the move, but we all know the actual power is going to be used for more subtle shit. You know, so Twitter Twitter isn't stopping people from saying racist shit. Sure. The, the 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 Twitter having the power to ban people is purely so that people can get rid of their political enemies for the for the slightest transgression, not for these extreme Nazis. Like that's that's what being that's what's being used in the argument. Mm-hmm. But who's been banned from Twitter? No one's been banned from Twitter for saying nigga. People have been banned from Twitter for being like for having different political ideas or the or being on the other side of whatever politics. This, CEO of Twitter has, you know what I mean, but no one's been. I, I but see, I, I I don't I don't agree with you on that because I don't think that. I think if you look at who gets banned from Twitter, it's people that threaten the bag. It's that. It's that. I think oh, so. To take Donald Trump for instance, I think that the main reason why Twitter banned Trump was because they were afraid that. If the Democrats got into power and they still had Donald Trump on there spouting conspiracy theories, that that would invite legislation or regulation concerning Twitter. So they had to protect the bag. But that, but that, that may be. It's not, it has nothing to do with Jack Dorsey's personal political enemies or anything like that. Well, that may be that may be that may be Twitter's justification. But all of the what does Twitter call their people? Tweeters. All the all the all the people on Twitter that supported the move. Supported it because it was Donald Trump. Sure. Right. Not because they were trying to protect, you know, not because they were trying to stamp out racism or Nazis or, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, sure. So, so that. I I agree. I just want to, I don't make it clear. I agree with you on that. I agree that the average, the average person who cheered on Donald Trump's removal from Twitter is not talking about it at the level that we're talking about it right right. now. Well, it's, well, it's, it's, it's also my, my, so, so that's that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm basically saying the same thing you're saying, but 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 the opposite is you also have to accept that you have to accept that in your in your quest to ban the most extreme shit, you're also okay with them using that power in a very sinister way to 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 threaten. You know, it, it, it's almost like um, it's almost like the communist scare when it was like, up oh, if I called you a communist, you know, even though. At the time, people were like legitimately, or if I call you a Nazi, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you you don't want me to call you a Nazi, do you? Because then you're going to get looked into. It's like those, it's not, it's going to be used that way as well. And and probably mostly that way as a, as a, as a tool to kind of silence legitimate discourse. I mean, and, and, and we can argue, we can argue later about whether Donald Trump's discourse is, is legitimately or, or in good faith, but, 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 but. It's going to be used to, to. It's going to be mostly used to silence people that we disagree with politically. Is it that? That's really what. That's really what this is all about. It's not about, you know, stopping horrible things from being said. Well, in a roundabout way, I do agree with you because I think that that people don't want to see disagreement, right? People go to uh, the question is, what do people go to Twitter for? Right. They go to be entertained and the best form of entertainment is to have their own values and thoughts and beliefs reflected back at them. Right. That's or, why, or to see people that don't share those beliefs suffer. Yeah. Or that yeah. or or to reinforce those beliefs by seeing the most extreme form of their enemy. Mm. Right. The most unreasonable, indefensible version of the people and the, the people that they see as being on the other side, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think that in a roundabout way, you are one hundred percent correct because the the people that are going to make the platform less fun for somebody on the left, let's say, are just going to be more people on the right. 
more people on more right wingers being on Twitter makes it less fun for left wingers on Twitter and vice versa, right? Right. So, so Twitter is in this position where they are trying to they want to have as many people on the platform as possible. So all of their rules and the capricious enforcement of those rules. the fuck is that? Maybe they are shooting porn over there. Where's that even coming from? It sounds like it's coming from over there, but it's not coming up. It's not picking up on the microphones. I can just hear it through the walls. Okay. It was not picking up on the mic. Yeah, it's not on the mic. I mean, we're at an hour anyway. We, let's do something fun. Let's do something fun. Let's end, we, you're right. Let's. We, we, this has been real serious. Um, Rob is clearly a communist. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. that, that's what we've learned from this episode. Um, I feel like it's too early for me to be even having this conversation. I don't feel like I've um, done a good job of. Okay, did you did you did you put something in the? Uh, Dude, let's talk uh, about the elephant. I want to talk about this elephant. Oh, the elephant. Okay, so let's talk about it. Okay, is it in here? Uh, yeah, elephant kills woman until she in uh, Odisha. Where the fuck is Odisha? Yeah, Indian state located in eastern India. Mayurbang, Um District witnessed an intense act of violence by an elephant against a seven-year-old woman. Wow. Maya Murma, a resident of, Re- of uh, Raipal village, was ferociously attacked by an elephant in the forest nearby. According to the reports, the woman was taken to the hospital in critical condition where she later died. After the medical formalities and postmortem, her family and neighbors brought her home for her last rites. Uh, rights is a hyperlink for whatever reason. Uh, while the while the preparations were ongoing, the elephant returned in an extremely aggressive mood. The villagers ran for their lives while the tusker attacked the dead woman's corpse. Wow, trampling her furiously. <laughs> that is. <laughs> That's revenge. That's revenge right there. That's savage, wild That's just, revenge. Uh, the elephant then started roaring, inciting others in the herd to attack the village as well. It then attacked her house in the village, smashing it and killing the goats as well. The herd then attacked several other houses, consuming their grains. The villagers said they ran away when the herd came charging, and when they came back, they witnessed the elephant lifting the body and destroying it brutally. Elephant attacks are common in many parts of Odisha since the large area is covered with forest, although the reason for such an attack is not yet known. It is it has fired the discussion about the vengeful behavior of animals towards the humans who cross their territories. Elephants have a long memory, and several such attacks have been considered acts of revenge over the poaching activities. Listen, listen, we ain't got to finish that. We know what this is about. There ain't no elephants attacks are coming. No, they. this bitch did something to that elephant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The whole village did. Yeah, but 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 for the, for them to attack her in particular, for him to send her to the hospital, then come to her funeral <laughs> and, and hit her again, then then to 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 destroy the village and desecrate the body. You know, to me, it's like what do we what what else what else do we need to know? I don't know what that lady was doing. I don't know. Maybe she was the ringleader. You know, maybe she was the one in charge of some particular task of like cutting, cutting something off of them, or some. But I don't know. But that lady, that or or case of mistaken identity, and she looked just like a bitch who did. It could be one or the other. You know, because they say elephants have a long memory. You know, it might it might not necessarily be a good one. It might not be you know photographic. Mm-hmm. But something about her scent, or no, no, because you don't even look the same when you did. It was some. It must have been a scent. I don't know, but this elephant. This elephant came. He came. He came for her for a reason. It was. This wasn't no random. Wasn't no random attack. Then he got the. Then he got the family involved. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's elephants can be mean, dude. It's horrible. Well, yeah, they. They. Because they're. I mean, I'm on their side. They're intelligent animals. It's like you don't have to reach the level of human intelligence to. Like, I, I think the more in, the more intelligent an animal is, the less the the more agency they require. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's like it's like I need the the smarter we are, the more we need 
the more we the more I need to be like like uh, I don't even know how to say it. it the more we need to be stimulated intellectually in a in a positive mm-hmm, way mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Or, or the less we can take negative stimulation you know what I'm saying that's why you you can put a fucking iguana in a k in a in a in a in a fish tank right 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 and, right and and, it, and it, it's not gonna be pissed about it you know what I mean it's gonna it, you can put you you can get a snake and keep them in a fucking big in a, in a tank and it's and it's fine it's not gonna be upset about it but it's like you put an elephant in a cage it's it's not it's not happy yeah there's you know like I mean? there's a there's like uh, at every zoo there are experts who uh focus on the they call it enrichment right enrichment act- activities yeah. right so they'll take some food and they put it in like a giant ball and it's like kind of a puzzle for the elephant or the rhino or like usually other like large intelligent mammals apes yeah. and things like that they need shit to do right yeah, i would love to know i would love to to get a follow-up on that you know did they kill the elephant they don't say no they don't they don't say i, I don't think they do that because I, I think it's illegal for them to kill the elephants but the problem is that the villages expand the cities expand and they start pushing into the areas that the elephants live nah nah that's not this problem. No, that's I'm a, saying that's in a general. problem. I'm saying in but general. This bitch did something to this elephant. <laughs> I believe. I believe that's the, down in my soul. This ain't. This ain't socioeconomic. This ain't about urban sprawl. This is. This bitch did something to that. But what could she have done? Maybe, you know what? She probably stole one of his babies or something. Mm. Or did something. Because who, 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 who? Short of killing it and taking its tusks or whatever. What could you do to an elephant that made it want to fucking murder you and your whole village? I do like that it ate all the grain in the village. Ate all the grain. So maybe she took some food from it. Mm. Maybe maybe she went and like got some berries out of the forest, yeah. and the elephant was like, "Bitch, those are my fucking berries." And, and and you know, and I feel bad. I'm being a little insensitive, you know, because I don't want nobody to die. But if they deserve it, you know. It's like, ain't no elephants coming for me <laughs> for a reason, you know? You don't re- very rarely is an animal going to attack you for no reason. Yeah. Either you near either you near its babies or or it's or it's starving or you've done something to it. You know? And and the, the ones that you know, otherwise they'll warn you, "Hey man, fuck away from me. Fuck out of here." You know, that's why pe- people that pe- everybody's been attacked by a bear. Everybody's been a that's been, you know, st- bitten by a snake. It's like you. They always warn your ass. You too mm-hmm. fucking close. Yeah. It's like, why are you out here in my territory? You know, Now maybe maybe lions are different. I don't know. But I think lions are mostly pretty lazy. I don't think they I think they just don't want people in their shit. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's most animals. Yeah, they're like, just don't be in my shit. Where my food be, where I lay my head, I just need you up out of my shit. And ma- and maybe that's what this was. Maybe you know, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe they just she put her. Maybe her hut was the one that went over the line. Yeah, Mo- most animals' instincts are to conserve energy, right? Yeah. It's hard out there in nature. Yeah. So they don't do they don't do dangerous shit. They don't have to do. They don't expend energy they don't have to expend they pretty much spend as much time as possible either finding food eating food or sleeping or fucking yeah and uh yeah see animals they know where to draw the line real easy yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like bitch i need that i need your house gone i need you up out of here they definitely have a strong sense of community because he he put out the he trumpeted out the the fucking horn of Gondor or whatever, and the rest of the herd came and fucked up the whole village. Yeah, I'm 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 willing to bet she did something to one of its babies or, or 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 its mate, or some. Yeah, at least that's what I'm going with, so that I can justify all the laughs, all the times I laughed at this. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was a horrible person. The elephant was right to want revenge. And fuck anybody that says anything different. Okay. Guys, thanks for tuning in to this latest episode of BS with Brian Simpson. I will be in... I'm, I'm on the Burt Tour this week. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on fully loaded this week. Um, I've been looking forward to this, too, because um, I get to act like I'm 25 and invincible for... 
the next four days. Um, I'm going to be in, I think we're, we're starting out in um, Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina. South Carolina, then Bristol, Tennessee, then Lawrenceville, Georgia, then Brandon, Mississippi. Um, that's the 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th. In fact, I'm leaving here right now to go get on a plane right now to go to uh, Greenville. Damn, did I buy my plane tickets to the right place? Uh, Atlanta. Oh yeah, then Atlanta to Greenville. Okay, yeah. So that's what that's what that's what that's that's what we're doing right now. Um, uh, then the following week, I'm gonna be in Vegas with Rogan. That's gonna be dope. Um, and that that's that's the tickets we're trying to sell for right now. And then if you can't do either one of those things, the next tour date is what's my next tour date, dude? Yeah, Hartford. Hartford Funny Bone. That's gonna be on the July fifteenth and sixteenth. So holla at your boy. I'm 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 all over the place this year. If you haven't had a chance to see me, I'll I'll be there next year. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be around. Oh, that was such a shitty promo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>